Yo, you really got all them guns, but can't hunt me. Billy Run and Y team like Van Gundy. Greetings, Sports World. What is good? Welcome to the Family Feud Sports Podcast, our weekly NFL quick fix episode where myself and the Godfather, Mr. Allen Dell, pick every single NFL game on the spread, looking ahead to week five of the NFL season. Without further ado, I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist with me. As always, my co-host slash father, the Godfather and Tampa Bay Bucks. Former beat writer, Mr. Allen Dell. First game on the docket, Baltimore Ravens favored by three on the road, going to face Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Mr. Allen Dell, what do you got in this game? Yeah, it's an exciting weekend. There are a lot of good matchups. This is one of the better ones, too. I mean, Cleveland's got two losses. They could easily be 4-0. Word. Two of their losses were by three points each. Cleveland, Baltimore has a great defense, number four against the run. Uh, somehow, some way, I, I, I hate to say this because I want to see Cleveland win. I think Baltimore, Baltimore's defense is going to be enough, and I'll, I'll pick them 27-20. I got a little bit of a more low-scoring game in this one. I think Baltimore's got a really good defense. I think the Browns also have a really good defense, but a little bit more experience and veteran leadership in the locker room from Baltimore in this one. I got them winning a close one on the road, not covering the spread. I'm picking Cleveland to cover this spread. Baltimore 23, Cleveland 21, two-point game for the Ravens right there, two-point win for them, that is. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs, and what my opinion is the best game of the weekend. You have the clash of uh, you know two, two immovable forces, so to speak, with, with the NFL's best defense against what seems to be the NFL's best offense through four weeks. Oh, Kansas City... At Arrowhead Stadium, favored by three in this game. Chiefs still undefeated on the season. Do the Jags hand them their first loss? Mr. Allen Dell, what do you yeah, got in this yeah, one? Yeah, well, Kansas City ranked number one in touchdown, scored. And then, as, as you said, uh, Jacksonville's got the number one team in total defense. Uh, I think uh, Jacksonville's going to – they're at Kansas City. Kansas City, their defense is not very good. So, I, 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 But I think they'll have enough to pull it out. I like them 31-27. Thirty-one twenty-seven. All right, so the Chiefs have scored thirty, or sorry, fifty-seven more points than the Jacksonville Jaguars have this season. Kansas City with one hundred forty-five points through four games. Jacksonville with eighty-eight points. Well, what's going to give in this game? Because Jacksonville's only allowed fifty-six points almost uh, for the entire season, almost a third of what the Chiefs have scored. Chiefs defense, as you mentioned, pretty porous, ranks amongst one of the bottom of the league. They've given up 115 points through four games. I see a high-scoring game as opposed to a low-scoring defensive battle here. I like the Chiefs to cover the spread and win at home. I don't think Blake Bortles has enough, especially without Leonard Fournette in the backfield. Chiefs 28, Jaguars 24, Chiefs covering the spread in this one. Next game, one of my two locks of the week, Tennessee Titans on the road, favored by just three and a half points. At the Buffalo Bills, your boy Josh Allen. I'm going to go ahead and take this one first. Tennessee Titans, just too much. They, they've looked really good this season. Big wins over the Eagles and the Jaguars so far through four games. T- Titans sitting atop the AFC South at 3-1. and one. Mariota getting healthier. They're getting their skill position players more up to speed in that offense. I like Tennessee going away in this one, 27-12. What do you got? Yeah, the Titans are on a three-game winning streak. Mariota, despite all his ailments, including two fingers and his his throwing hand, which he says are numb, he's still uh, doing what he has to do to win. He, if he can't do it with his arm, he, d- he does it with his legs. Buffalo, I, I think, is a mess. I think they made the worst pick in the draft. Yeah, hell on, Felicia. Josh Allen picking him in the first round as a quarterback of a time will tell on that one. 
I like Tennessee winning this 121-17. So a closer game for you, but still covering the spread for the Titans. Eli Manning and the Giants going on the road to play the Carolina Panthers. Panthers coming off the bye and favored by seven points in this one. I think the Panthers are one of the better teams in the league, if not just one of the best teams in the NFC altogether, top four or five, definitely at the least. I like Carolina to win by multiple touchdowns in this game. I got the Panthers 30 I got the Giants 17. I think Cam Newton and the Panthers' defense is too much for the Giants to keep up with in this yeah, one. Yeah, Cam Newton is a leading rusher among quarterbacks in the league. Guess what? The Something's Giants lose this one. They'll go 1-4, oh. and they might as well start looking for uh, for a good spot in the draft next year. And there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out of college, so maybe that's where they ought to be. I, I like Cam. I like uh, the Carolina Panthers winning this game. I think Eli is – on his last legs, and his fans are starting to believe that too, and, and other people in New York, like the coaching staff. So, But I, I think it'll be closer than most people expect if they can get Saquon Barkley going. My maybe man. something will happen. I'll take Carolina 24-17. 24-17, so a push for you in that one. And check down Charlie Saquon Barkley. That, that's, that's Eli Manning throwing over the top to the running back, keeping his passes extremely short on the season, which explains his actually low amount of turnovers so far through four games this year, well Denver taken. Broncos coming off that heartbreaking loss in Monday Night Football to Patrick Mahomes at the New York Jets. It's surprising to me. The Jets are favored by one at home. I, I don't know what the crazy. Jets have done since week one to show they're worthy of being favored in almost any game this season. They're one in three, three-game losing streak in this one. I think Den Denver looked good. I think I, I don't think Case Keenum's, Case Keenum's an all-star, all-pro quarterback, but I think he's a lot better than Sam Darnold is right now at both their stages in their career. I like Denver on the road in a close game, 23-20 to cover the spread. Yeah, it really comes down to the Broncos' run game versus the Jets defense the Broncos are number two in rushing yards in the league at 148.2 yards per carry the Jets have allowed 108.2 so if you're going to go by that defense beats offense most of the time I, I see I see the Jets pulling this one out 17-14 he's high oh wow so the Jets covering the spread for you there's a, the lowly Broncos back-to-back -back losses if that's the case right there Atlanta Falcons at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Actually, that'll be three straight losses, I think, for Denver. But anyways, on to the next one. Atlanta Falcons at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what every single person is saying is going to be the big scoring bonanza of the week. Two of the league's worst defenses. Two of the league's most potent offenses going at it at Heinz Field. Pittsburgh favored by three in this game. What do you got, Mr. Allen? Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, Atlanta's got to be the best one and three team in the league. They lost to Cincinnati by one. They lost to New Orleans by six in overtime. They lost to Philadelphia by six. Uh, How do you pay, man? So you, you, uh, they're, they're overdue to win. I know they're on the road, but I think something's going to happen. Matt Ryan's going to get Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley going. Uh, Pittsburgh is ranked number 29th in pass defense. That isn't good for them. So I see Atlanta maybe winning a shootout. 34-27. Uh, 34-27. is the high, highest over-under of the week so far by Vegas. 57 points predicted in this one. I think that easily goes over for them. Uh, and you're looking at Look, Pittsburgh's 1-2-1. and one. Without that tie, if they would have lost that game to the Browns, they would also be 1-3. So you're maybe looking at the two best one-win teams in the NFL going at it. I would say really important wins for both teams in this. You don't, you don't want to say must win this early in the season, but look, Falcons with playoff Super Bowl aspirations, they fall to 1-4. and four. That's a really bad start five games into the year. I think the home field advantage does it for me, like I said, with two bad defenses, two really good offenses. I think Pittsburgh pulls it out 34-30. Big Ben plays way better at home than he does on the road. I think that's enough to give them the edge in this game. Le'Veon Bell, definitely the Steelers missing him in the run game, which has really struggled the last few weeks. But not much run game to speak of for the Falcons either. 
And how about the Green Bay Packers, which literally could be without all three of their top starting receivers this weekend. Devontae Adams struggling. Randall Cobb's already been ruled out for this game. And Geronimo Allison is still in concussion protocol. So it, it could be our boy, USF, South Florida Bulls rookie receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling could get the start for Aaron Rodgers' number one receiving target in this game as the Packers go on the road to play the Detroit Lions. Packers favored by one point in this game as the road favorites. I think this is actually one of the more lower scoring games of the week, but I think it's just it's a matter of Aaron Rodgers versus Matthew Stafford. What do you got? I, I like the pa- I think the Packers have an underrated defense. I think they they played really well against the Buffalo Bills, which maybe isn't that hard to do last weekend. But I think they continue the defensive momentum. I like the Packers to pull out a close one, 21-19, just barely covering the spread in this one. That's why we took the damn well, field. You know, I- the, the Green Bay offense is struggling because Rodgers isn't healthy. They're averaging 23 points a game, which for them is low, which ranks 19th in the league. Uh, but they got a lot of weapons, and they got the best guy maybe in the league, a quarterback, definitely one of the top two or three guys, even though he is hurt. Uh, Detroit has had its problems. They've really struggled on defense. I like Green Bay 28-21. All right, so covering the spread for you as well in that one. And Miami Dolphins in our last 1 o'clock game of the docket – at my beloved Cincinnati Bungles in Paul, Paul Brown Stadium, Cincinnati, Ohio. I think the Bengals win this game, but it, you, you don't want to follow my advice on these Bengals picks. I, I got too much bias and heartbreak going into these games. I always set my expectations low, and the thing that worries about me is that expectations are high right now for the Bengals coming off that big road comeback win against the Falcons last weekend. They're favored by six and a half. That's a big spread for the Bengals to be favored. However, they are getting star running back Joe Mixon back into the fold. Gio Bernard's been ruled out already for this game. So it's going to be back to the whole Mixon grind in the backfield. I hope he's healthy enough to maintain a heavy workload in this one. Like I said, Andy Dalton under Bill Lazor, offensive coordinator since last year, week three, has been absolutely tearing the league apart with the passing touchdown to interception ratio. I like the Bengals to win this one, but maybe not by six and a half or, or more. I like Bengals 24-20, so I'm picking the Dolphins on the spread in this one. Well, we got? forget them, but the Bengals suffered a huge blow. They lost tight end Tyler Eifert. He's out for the season with a broken ankle. Uh, Cincinnati's the number four in offense, averaging 31, excuse me, in scoring, averaging 31 0.5 points per game in the number 12 and passing yards. What is the real Miami team? Who knows? Ryan Tannehill's 10 and 2 in his last 12 starts, but most of those starts were two years ago. He may be going back to the person that everybody said he was, not really a quarterback. I, I can't see Miami winning this. They're going to go down. What's that? Heading down the trail of the AFC East to uh, behind New England. I like Cincinnati winning 31-21. I just uh, hope I, we can I, I win like a game. I that score from you, so they're covering the spread, winning by 10 points in that one. We got four 4 o'clock games on the schedule for week five. First one on our list, Oakland Raiders. Your boy John Grudy. John, John Grudy and Mr. Chucky getting ahead of myself on that one. Raiders at the Chargers. Your boy, Phillip Rivers, that's your real boy right there. Chargers favored by five. Los Angeles Chargers, that is. Favored by five at home in what really isn't a home game. It reports that in practice this week that the Chargers were pumping uh, stadium noise and fan noise into their practices to get ready because this actually might be more of a home game for the Raiders when it comes to the <laughs> fan base. A lot of yeah. a lot of Raider fans there in L.A., obviously the former L.A. Raiders. I think the, the Raiders take advantage of that. I think they're a better team than their record indicates at the moment. I think the Chargers always struggle early, especially first half of the season almost every year. 
Give me Oakland upset on the road, 26-23 over your boy Phillip Rivers, who I believe throws a game-losing interception late in yeah, the game in this two one. two offenses that can put points up. Uh, the Chargers are averaging almost 28 points per game. Oakland's averaging 24.2. Uh, but uh, the Chargers have a good uh, good run defense that uh, a lot of people don't give them credit for. They 125 yards per game. I think Phillip Rivers will get it done. I think in the end he's going to be the difference, even though a lot of people, uh, you know, say he, he commits those turnovers when he shouldn't. Oakland allows 5.6 yards per rush, which is number three. Uh, I like the Chargers winning 28-24. All right, so not covering the spread for you either in that game. A big game ahead for Melvin Gordon. I definitely see your point right there with the rush defense of the Raiders. You saw – Nick Chubb and Carlos Hyde run all over that defense last week, even though the Raiders still pulled out the win late. Derek Carr's been playing a lot better as well, to note of. Arizona Cardinals at San Francisco 49ers, both with different quarterbacks than what they started out the season with. Obviously, Bradford's poorest play, putting him on the bench in favor of the chosen one, the chosen Rosen, Josh Rosen, UCLA rookie quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo obviously lost the season a few weeks back, so C.J. Beathard getting his second start of the season in this one. Niners favored by four and a half, in which I think is going to be the lowest scoring game of the week with two offenses still struggling to find their identity. But maybe Arizona has a little bit more identity than what people think, and they continue that momentum from last week. What do you have in this one, Mr. Allen? Well, you know, it's it's time. If Josh Rosen, if his receivers can hold on to their passes, this will be a coming-out game for him. They dropped five passes last week. They would have won the game if they didn't do that. Also, they missed a field goal at the end. I think this is a game that uh, Josh Rosen shows that maybe he should have been the first quarterback in the draft. I like Arizona winning 24-17. All right, Mr. Allen, let's say we differ on this one. I think the San Francisco 49ers are actually a little bit underrated because I don't think they're as bad as people might think they are without Garoppolo. They still got everyone else on the team. Goodwin's getting healthier back from his hamstring quad injury that's been bothering him. Matt Breda's still leading the NFL in terms of yards per carry on the season. I think he gets a lot of work in this game against a really bad Arizona run defense, but I don't pick San Francisco to cover the spread. I got them in a tight win at home, 20-16 to 16 over Arizona, which continues to show promise under Josh Rosen, the new quarterback there, the chosen Rosen. How about my second biggest game of the week? And, and I could many people could argue against me that this is the best game of the week, at least if you would have looked at it before the season started, that is. Minnesota Vikings at Philadelphia Eagles. You've got a, a team that a lot of people picked to make or win the Super Bowl this year, and the Vikings going on the road to play the defending Super Bowl champion, Eagles. Carson Wentz getting back healthier, getting better. Eagles favored by three at home in this one, but to me it's a complete coin toss. Toss-up game, I'm just giving the home field advantage edge by a point to the Eagles. I think they win this one 31-30. Two very good football teams. I don't think the Eagles cover the spread. I think it's an extremely tight game. What do you got in this one, Mr. Allen? Yeah, Kirk Cousins, uh, the Minnesota quarterback, he didn't expect to be throwing the ball as much as he has. I mean, they're averaging 327 yards per game in the air, which is number five. But on the other hand, they're last in the league in rushing at 63 yards per game. But Philadelphia's secondary is highly suspect. And here, here's a question. Where's Dalvin Cook been? Okay. Been banged up. Yeah. yeah. Been struggling with that hamstring injury. Uh, averaging 2.7 yards per carry. I like Minnesota taking this one 24 21. The, the, the thing that's surprising is the Minnesota defense, which many figured was one of the most vaunted, talented defense in the league. They've given up 110 points in the season. They were ripped to shreds by the Rams last Thursday night. What but maybe with the extra time to recover, they start getting things together there in, in Minnesota. It wouldn't be surprising to see Minnesota convincingly take this game on the road either. 
and, and get back. Minnesota sitting at one, two, and one. Philly at two and two on the year. And then our last four o'clock game, Los Angeles Rams division game at the Seattle Seahawks. That the twelfth man, no more Legion of Boom, officially dead. R.I.P. to the Legion of Boom after Earl Thomas with the season-ending injury last last week. That is Rams favored by seven on the road. Do the Rams have enough to? Well, to the cover Rams looks like got the number one scoring defense. Excuse me, number one scoring offense in the league. They're number one in yards per game. They're number two in third down efficiency and number two in passing yards per game. They, they just have it all. I see Seattle struggling. I like uh, the Rams taking this one 34-24. Uh, okay. And also Seattle lost safety Earl Thomas in that. That hurt him too. Yeah, that's, that, that's the end of the Legion of Boom right there. But they, they still got good linebackers and a good line. I think that Seattle keeps it close in this game at least through the first two or three quarters. But I think the Rams' talent pulls away, kind of similar to that opening week one Monday night football game between the Raiders and Rams. Close early, Rams has completely pulled away in the second half. I see a similar outing in this one. I've got the Rams winning 33-22 to over the Seahawks, covering the spread in this game. If you look at the Rams' defense, even though they've been banged up and they've had a lot of injuries in the secondary themselves, they've only allowed 67 points on the season through four games, and that's the second-best mark out of teams that have played four games in the NFC. The only team better than them on the defensive side in terms of points allowed is the Bears, which have given up 65. But the Los Angeles Rams throughout the entire NFL, they're by far and away the best team in terms of point differential. They've outscored their opponents by 73 points in four games. That's absolutely insane. Winning almost every game by 20 points a game. It's nuts. Rams with just complete hype and his Super Bowl hysteria on their side right now. I don't see why they continue to keep that, why they don't continue to keep that rolling in this one. Sunday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys at the Houston Texans. My boy Deshaun Watson looking better and better each and every game. Memo Cowboys me. struggling, so you got a, you got an explosive offense against an offense that has shown no signs of being explosive I, this season I, I, in the I Cowboys. I'm differ with you. I mean, uh, the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott, he had a great had best game maybe as a pro last week if you look at total yards from scrimmage. Uh, they concentrated on him, and that's what they seem like they're going to be doing. Uh, Deshaun Watson's got problems. He's been sacked 17 times in four games. The only quarterback in the league when sacked more is our friend Josh Allen with 21. Damn! So uh, the, Texans, the Texans have allowed 11.5% per pass attempts. And are on, actually, they're on pace to surrender 68 sacks for the season. And they allowed 58 last year. So is he going to stay upright? I, I don't think so. I think Dallas is going to find a way with their offensive line. And Zeke Elliott, and they're going to pull out this one 24-21. I, I think it's simple for the for the Texans. You, you just got to stack the box and make Dak Prescott beat you. Just completely target Zeke Elliott. Don't give him the running lanes that, that he got last weekend in, the, in that big win. And I think he's, he's a hell of a talent. He's definitely one of the top two or three running backs in the NFL. Like you could argue he's the best running back in the NFL. I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is that Dak Prescott doesn't have the arm or explosiveness on the outside in terms of his receivers that Deshaun Watson does. So, yeah, it's a matter of do the, do the do the Texans protect Deshaun Watson? Because he's actually he's he's been he's been absolutely beat up in the backfield. That's for sure, being sacked a lot. But he has that rushing ability. He's got the ability to, to launch it deep. I think those big plays and that big play ability from his receivers is what gives them the edge in a, in a prime time match. It's going to be an exciting game also on the docket Sunday night. I like Houston twenty seven to twenty. I don't I don't think Dallas's offense has enough, especially the way Zeke Elliott exploded last week. I think the Houston's defense really keys in on him and limits maybe doesn't stop him but contains him just a tad enough to win Monday Night Football 
Washington Redskins at the New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by six and a half points. Is Drew Brees going to cover the spread in this one? Well, this is an exciting game, and they're all going to be revved up because Brees needs 201 yards to become the all-time career passing leader in the NFL. So they're excited about that. You should get that one by halftime. Mark Ingram is is back after a four-game suspension. They're excited about that. Washington's coming off a bye week, which maybe they didn't want so early in the season, but Adrian Peterson said it's going to help him. But there's too much hype, too much offense, too much Drew Brees. It's all going to come together, and I think New Orleans is going to roll 34-21. 34-21, so definitely covering the spread for you easily in that one. I, I've actually got Washington in terms of the spread. I, I don't think they've got enough to win this game, but I, I think the Saints' defense is what worries me the most, and I think that Drew Brees is going to have no problem breaking that record by halftime even, getting to 300-plus yards in this one, but is the defense going to be able to contain that? The, the defense has really only looked good against the Giants this season, which isn't saying much. So I, I think the coming off the bye, I think the Redskins have enough with Adrian Peterson being rested, like you said. Alex Smith getting that extra week of rest. He's, he's a little bit up there in age, too. I think it's enough for them to keep it a little bit close. Maybe Alex Smith throws a pick on, on, a, on a late drive in the fourth quarter. I think the Saints pull it out 30-24 to 24 is my score, so not covering the spread for the Saints. And that one, and, and just overall for the week, any, what's your, I know, I know I said Jacksonville at Kansas City. What's the, what's the most exciting thing you're looking forward to this weekend? Maybe one game, well, one play, I'm or a, one I'm matchup? I'm a Drew Brees fan, so I like to see him uh, break the record. There's a lot of good, this is the best weekend so far in the NFL. There's the Battle of Texas or the Battle of the Alamo, if you want to call it, between Houston and Dallas. Uh, there, there's a lot of good game. Kansas City, Jacksonville, like you said, that, that's, a, that's an exciting game. Uh, defense, again, best defense against the best offense. That's probably the most exciting game of the week, but you can't rule out Monday night and Drew Brees. Are we going to see the, the, the points continue to be racked up like we have so far this year, record-setting pace, offensive in the, well, offense in the Kansas NFL? City might be slowed down a little bit. They say good defense beats good offense. Okay, not always, a drug. But maybe not in the year 2018 because – Things have changed the way they protect quarterbacks. Yeah, we we've got four spreads this weekend with over uh, four over unders. That is this week projected for over fifty points. Actually, the Atlanta Pittsburghs moved up to fifty eight. A lot of people betting the over on that one. Monday night's going to be expected to be a big one. Fifty three points on the over under in that one. Fifty two and a half between Oakland and L A. And I think the the last one is going to be. Where's that game? Oh, Green Bay and Detroit, actually 51. I'd bet the under on that one. But anyways, that wraps it up for our NFL Quick Picks Week 5 episode. You're listening to the Family Feud Sports Podcast, available on every podcasting platform, the Anchor app, as well as the Apple Music Store and the Google Play Music Store to get your podcast anywhere you get your podcast at. You can find us there, Family Feud Sports, coming out with different NFL, NCAA, college football, and other sports podcasts each day of the week. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. And gals, peace out. Running desperately low on food, they were forced to turn back. Where are they? What's Bill doing? Great for a million. Oh, I should. You see, I don't want me to make I've seen what he has done to our peaceful world. I despise him. He intends to destroy all of us if I persist in refusing him. Shaitan never came so ill, he got skill Met a brother from the grill that gave my spine chills All 33 nerves, controlling my curves Common sense just swerved every time I got served Stress, frustration, empty rhetoric Cold as winter in Connecticut, compassion like in deficit Thought it was love like, sent from above, not a soulmate With ways and actions of a primate 
who by lower senses come and think of an extension Pissed away all good intentions out of here, sister was missing Intuition, maybe it was me, I couldn't see Holding on to fantasy, getting bitten by reality More wounds, purple heart, love, lettering, morphine Painkillers, drugs and medicine Anything just to forget the hurt Incoming! Take cover, hit the dirt On the front line, there's casualties in the mind And the P.O.W.'s get left behind Mentally scarred for life Love is war and some chicks are just too hard to wipe I should've deaded it from Genesis Instead of hitting the Guinnesses Now I'm free falling, cursing, matching, street rolling He sees calling no appetite to feast, darling So deep all in, I bet he never stopped falling Women forsake God for the sin of a man Sacrifice a whole life for a slice Overstand, maybe it's a lack of pigment Loneliness, imagine pigment Only got the car kitted to pull extra cheese in it Damn, Jody, coming with the okey-doke Okey-poke, steady rocking boats Got me aiming for your throat Sniper scope, weren't we supposed to elope? Proposed in your froze, I don't think that I could go Purple heart, love, veteran, morphine, painkillers, drugs, and medicine, anything just to forget the hurt. Incoming! Take cover, hit the dirt, on the front line, it's casualties in the mind, and the POWs get left behind. Mentally scarred for life, love is war, and some chicks are just too hard to wife. Constant frustration, stemming from a no-win situation, rushing lust and fornication, adding to the complication. Patience is a virtue, paint run deep with love desert you, listening to whispering, choosing chaos over discipline. Simpleton, life should really be a piece of intimate, relationships strengthening, power essence pinstimate. Gentlemen, my favorite shit, so I'm never forsaking it. I persevere, make it fit, sculpting and reshaping it. Taking sips off of it, the it passionate. Incense, incense, candles lit, scandalous. Emotional bandages, why would he abandon this? Guess he couldn't handle it, the boss is magnanimous. Four wounds, purple heart, love, veteran, morphine. Painkillers, drugs and medicine, anything just to forget the hurt. Incoming! Take cover, hit the dirt. On the front line, it's casualties in the mind And the POWs get left behind Mentally scarred for life Love is war and some chicks are just too hard to wife Gargoyle doesn't like me. 